Hello, my frisky kittens, and welcome back to episode two of I Peg Your Pardon, a podcast all about sex and exploration and getting to know your body and knowing that you're not alone in whatever weird kinky things you little people out there are into. Um, Just a quick little disclaimer. Um, People that are under 18, I'm hoping that maybe if you are listening, you just proceed with caution. I can't control what you're doing, but you know, this is a very adult content podcast. So I'm really hoping you will make the right choices and leave the podcast if at any time the conversation becomes something that you wouldn't be comfortable talking about with your mother. So yeah, that's that. Um, I also just wanted to say thank you to my listeners. I dropped my first episode on Wednesday and I was literally blown away by how many people listened. And yes, I did go out and advertise myself a lot. Um, I shared my podcast with so many people and on so many forums and people that I was comfortable with. And my friends shared it on their Facebook and on their Instagram. And they just kept telling people like, listen to this, listen to this, because it's something that people know that I'm good at is just talking about sex and talking about being myself and having no shame, having no filter, being open about it. Um, It's just something that I'm good at. So I really do appreciate all of you that were out there doing that. So thank you to my queens. You know who you are, my followers, my friends on, you know, the face group, or Facebook group that I'm on, and I won't disclose that because I do want that to remain private and personal. But, you know, thank you guys so much. Um, Again, if you would like to follow me and message me, talk with me, share some stories, share some advice on how to make this better for you, please follow my Instagram. That's I underscore peg underscore your underscore pardon, all lowercase. And that's the best way to get a hold of me right now until everything is all set up. Right now, we are live on Anchor, the free app to download, as well as Spotify. So that's pretty fun. I also wanted to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to one of my closest and dearest friends out there. She listened to my podcast She was the person who, when the last episode had the dildo that um, ended up being taken pictures of, like the Travelocity Gnome, and she went out and she bought me a podcast microphone to help improve maybe the sound quality. So yes, you can still hear my dogs pitter-pattering a bit in the back, but it's not that bad, and it's I really love this. So thank you so very much, and just to share it, you know, I came home from work today and there was a package outside of my door. And I honestly thought to myself, I was like, oh my God, Marina, like, what did you do? What did you order? <laughs> like, were you drunk the other night and did something? And I was, I was just questioning myself for a while, but then I opened it and I was just like so thrilled. And she gave me this cute little note and it said, hello. I loved listening to your podcast. I loved it so much. I got you a gift. No, it's not a rabbit or a carrot. Love. And then she signed her name. And I just have to say, that's so awesome. I really do love my support. 
I didn't expect it to be this big, but I mean, I guess that leads me into the next subject as well of the fact that I mentioned in the last podcast that my mom didn't know about this and uh, she found out. (laughs) So there's that. Um, It was on me. I made a personal post on my Instagram and then after like a couple of minutes, I remembered, oh shit, my sisters follow my Instagram. (laughs) So my sister, um, she listened to it and she approached my mom and she basically outed me. Not on purpose. I mean, maybe it was on purpose. I don't care. It's not a big deal. And I also have to say that my mom was so supportive of me. Again, you know, the support I've gotten from this is outrageous. I wasn't anticipating this many people. I mean, 24 hours into it. I had way more views than I thought and way more subscribers and followers on all the different forums that it went live on. Uh, it, it just, it amazed me. So for my mom to be as supportive, she's always been supportive of me. She's never, ever shamed me or held me down for something. I'm super open about my sexual experiences with my mom. I'm super open with her about my feelings. And I just try and communicate with her as much as possible and keep that door open with her because she is my number one supporter. And she encourages me all the time to be myself and better myself and live my life. And I wouldn't be where I am at right now had my mom not continued to encourage me and to do those things. So mom, if you're listening to this, thank you. I hope the last podcast didn't completely turn you off. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, she really supported me. And I just hope that she does continue to listen to these things because, yes, it is a personal part of my life. And, yes, I am out there completely exposing my sex life. And it might be uncomfortable. But at the same time, I've had a lot of these discussions with my mom. So while now I'm going into a bit more detail – She already knows these things about me. And it's not something that I guess I would have had a face-to-face conversation with my sisters about. But even my little sister messaged me today when I was telling her, like, if at any time this podcast makes you uncomfortable, please don't listen. And know that my feelings will never be hurt. But also, if you have any questions, like, come to me. Go to mom first about some of them. But if you want to, you know, understand more of my life a little bit, I'm not opposed to sharing with you. And we have such huge age differences that to me, if they feel a big, strong connection with me through my podcast where I'm exposing myself and really putting myself out there, I'm going to take that to heart because she even made the comment of like, it was like having a conversation with you, a funny conversation. And that's all I could ever want is my sisters to feel, you know, comfortable, comfortable with talking to me, not comfortable with hearing about what I have to say, but just comfortable with listening to me as a person and what I have to say. So thank you, mom. Uh, Thank you to my friend. Thank you to my followers. You guys are great. And I continue that you, you know, I continue to hope that you guys will share it by all means, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, stay tuned, share your stories with me because I do care and I'll give you input. 
I may not have the best knowledge on things, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to sit out there and research whatever you have to throw at me and find the best answers or carry on an actual conversation because I do care. Um, <clears throat> today's episode is going to be a bit different. I did remove my, what is it called, sponsor that I had just because I listened to my podcast a couple times and I didn't like the way that it sounded with my sponsor ad on there. So I'm just not going to do that right now, maybe in the future, but right now it's just not me. I'm not in this for the money. Yeah, I'm in this for the likes and the followers because I want people to listen and I want people to hear and I want to hear other people's stories to know that I'm not alone but I'm not in it for the money. That doesn't make sense to me. So this is just me rambling and babbling and hoping that people listen. So I guess we'll dive right into the first topic. Um, Today's topic is going to be all about butt stuff. It kind of goes hand in hand also with the title of this podcast. So I paid your pardon Because if you listened to my last episode, you know that I'm not really a huge fan of anal. I don't really appreciate it. I don't find it something that I personally enjoy. But, I mean, some people do. Um, You know, and that's fine. Kudos to you. That's great. But to me, I find it a little bit overrun. I feel like guys ask for it a lot without knowing that, like, we don't enjoy it the same way that they do. And some of you are like, (laughs) what do you mean they enjoy it, Marina? But let me break it down for you a little bit. Anatomy lesson. Um, Guys, guys have a G-spot basically or a clitoris if anything. But unfortunately for them, it's located in their, their butthole. Honestly, I think that's kind of fucked up. Like what was God thinking? He's like, "Uh, I'm going to create woman. And I'm going to create their pleasure button on the outside of their body. It is going to be clear as day to see. But no matter how many times you fucking show them where it's at, they're not going to be able to fucking find it. And then just like one of those like sham wow commercials, he's like, but wait, there's more. And guys, their clitoris is going to be in their fucking asshole. (laughs) So what a sick fucking joke that guy pulled on them, huh? You know? Made Adam first, but he made you a little bit weird. Anywho, it's just guys have their clitoris in their butthole. So stimulation for them to get like one of those screaming, raging, amazing orgasms that is going to be through penetration in their rectum. And it is kind of unfortunate for them, but at the same time, it's kind of a thrill. And what makes it unfortunate for them is that, first of all, they have to do penetration through the rectum, but also it's unfortunate for them that so many men have built this weird stigma that that kind of play is not okay. Like, I meet so many guys that are just like, nope, nope, buttholes are off limits, and if you do it in the butthole, you're gay. If you put anything in your butthole, you're gay. And it's like, no, 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 that is literally where your clit is at. That's where your manpower button is. Like, that's where you're going to get the orgasm that makes you want to rip off the sheets and bite your knuckles and scream out her name. Like, it's just unfortunate that they have that built up about them. And, you know, ours is on the outside. So we can do like physical stimulation and they can't. So it's really kind of a letdown and it's a bit of a Debbie Downer for them. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, guys, pleasure spot is 100% in their butthole. And I find that to be something that I have enjoyed. And I'm a mutual pleasure person. So if I get mine, I want to make sure that my partner is going to get theirs as well. I want to make sure that my partner is going to enjoy this sexual experience just the same amount as I am, if not more, because mine's great, but they're putting in the power behind it. Unless you're one of those girls that's like, I want to be strictly on top. I want to be, you know, the woman in charge. I want to, you know, get into all that. That's a, that's a whole nother topic. We'll have to hit some other time, but there are those people out there, but for men, you know, I want to make sure that they're enjoying this just as much as I am. And so we'll lead into like my first time with butt play. And my first time was when I lived in Idaho and I had just graduated high school and I moved there to basically get my residency so that I could get in-state tuition because my college of choice Um, was a university that both my parents had gone to. So therefore, they were offering me a lower tuition because they were alumni. But basically, to get it really at a good rate, I needed to have residency in the state of Idaho. So I moved there and uh, I lived in a house for a while, for about a year. Um, And it was a great time. And I met this guy and uh, we dated for a while. He was not the best guy. Honest to God, like he went to jail while we were together and I waited for him because I'm a fucking idiot. But I waited for him. (laughs) And this guy, you know, I thought he was just like the bee's knees and I was fighting my parents like, no, 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 I want to be with him. And my mom's like, you can do better, bitch. Like, stop it. Grow up. But she let me do with it. She let me run with it and do whatever I got to do. So... I was with him for a while and one day we were in the bedroom and I honestly forget what had happened. Um, I think that what had happened was that from what I can recall, like we were in the bedroom, I asked him to go down on me for a prolonged amount of time and he said, okay, but like, would it be weird if I asked you to lick my butthole? Yeah, I need a drink for that one. But yeah, he asked me to lick his butthole. And I was like, okay. But like shave it first because I have a huge phobia of hair detached from the head and like just in weird places of the butt. I just get the heebie-jeebies about it. So the idea of hair in my mouth just made me want to puke. So I was like, okay, but like shave your asshole. So he went into my shower and he did his business. And I really like to think about the fact that this man squatted in my shower and shaved his asshole for me. Like, what a fucking privilege. <laughs> I really just like to picture that in my mind now that I'm a little bit older. Like, you little loser ass dude, you fucking squatted for me. That's so cute. And you shaved your asshole. But kudos. Thanks, bud. Anyway, um, yeah, no, that night, you know, we were fooling around and um, I 100% Went down, you know, and first it just started off with like giving him a blowjob and like sucking on his balls a little bit. And then I switched down to like his taint. At least I think it's called his taint. I've never really understood who has a taint, who has a gooch. It's like the same area to me. So whatever. Played with that for a while. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to lick this dude's asshole. And let me just break it down for you too. 
how this man was laying. He was on his back, legs spread eagle, knees bent up, holding onto his feet, holding him back by his shoulders. Like this is the most unsexiest thing you could ever imagine in your mind, but it's what he wanted. So I went down there and I licked his asshole. And I'm not even kidding you. He made the most pleasurable noises I've ever heard in my life. Like he made this little giggle that <laughs> it was like the funniest little giggle I've ever. It's like a little and I was like, oh, he really likes this. And he he like really liked it. And so it kind of became like a regular thing. And at the time I did have a roommate, um, you know, and she, I kind of opened up to her a little bit about it. And I think she kind of made fun of me. And a lot of people did as I opened up to him because I'm always a very open per- like person about my sexual experiences. But she kind of laughed and chuckled at me. And like, I'm fine with it. That's fine. Yeah, laugh at me. Totally cool. Um, but yeah, no, she thought it was hilarious. Uh, so I kind of just went with it and licked his butt for a while and it was fun. And then eventually, you know, we broke up and we went our own ways and I still like to just laugh and think about it every now and then. Like he ended up cheating on me with this girl and getting her pregnant and it really sucked. But trust me, when we broke up, I fucking burnt all of his shit that he left in my house. I gave him 24 hours. I was like, get your fucking shit. Get the fuck out of my house. We're done. I don't want to ever talk to you again. Bye, bitch. He left a bunch of shit. I had a huge party, invited all of his friends over, unloaded all of his fucking shit out of my bedroom window into the backyard, and we burnt all of that fucking crap. And I healed. Preach. That's what I did. And I feel like that's sometimes what you need to fucking do when someone really fucks you over and hurts you. But yeah, you know, that was that was my first introduction to butt play. I was licking this man's asshole. And now that I think about it, seeing as he went to jail, I wonder if that's where he found his love for ass play. <laughs> but definitely that um, you know, led down to a really long line of I don't know ass play for me. I think that was like the gateway drug of ass play as I was just super into the butt and the man pleasure on these things because it also was a sense of power because normally they're in a power moment when they're between your legs or they're they're fucking you. But in this moment, when I'm looking your asshole, like I have the fucking power, bitch. You are enjoying this so fucking much. And if I stick my finger up there, oh, Lord. You're about to say some things that you wouldn't normally say on a normal day. So it's a power trip for me. But it definitely opened it up to like letting men explore a little bit with me and like sticking their finger in my asshole. And, um, you know, I didn't really understand it because, yes, women, we have some nerves down there in our butt, but not as many as the men. Like, yes, if you've ever noticed as a woman, like when you go to the bathroom and you take a shit, like – it feels a little bit relieving. Like it feels good. And if you're like me and you've ever experimented with like drugs, when you take drugs like Molly and ecstasy and you go to the bathroom on those things, oh my God, it's like the best shit of your fucking life. But regardless, it's still not as good as like having (laughs) a finger in your ass. Like you're just like, "Ah." 
you know, you just feel like you're going to shit on this poor person. And you're also worrying about that too. You're like, what happens if they pull out that object and there is doo-doo on the end of that object? Like that is always crossing my mind when there's anal or butt penetration on me. And there's a sense of like embarrassment of like, oh my God, I really hope to God that this just doesn't fucking happen. So you know, I, it opened the door. I let guys do it. I had um, my first anal gasm through anal at one point when I finally opened up to it, which is like, uh, it's a pretty impressive feeling, honestly. If you've ever had an anal gasm, it's like having an orgasm, but through like prolonged poking. Really don't know how to explain it better than that. And that's probably like, the shittiest way to explain it. Prolonged poking. But no, that's literally how it feels. So I had my first, you know, anal gasm um, because I did anal with a guy that I was on and off with for like eight years. Yeah, I was like roughly eight years on and off ever since high school. We would kind of drift apart, drift away, be in open relationships, get back together, be with each other, be solid, visit each other. But eventually, you know, I let him put it in my ass. And um, we luckily use this stuff called anal ease, which is basically like numbing cream for your butthole. And it worked wonders because let me tell you, didn't feel a damn thing. Didn't even feel the dick in me until I had that anal gasm. It was like until it wore off and then I got the friction and I was like, oh, hey, this is actually not that bad. But beforehand, I was like, felt like the dentist was in my butthole. <laughs> it was a little weird, you know? Um, but that was my experience. Like, I'm not really a huge anal fan. So I guess it just kind of leads into the fact that like my obsession with butt play and the reason that this podcast is called I Pay Your Pardon is because it's not a secret anymore, but I have like a weird thing for pegging dudes. I have a weird obsession with fucking dudes in the ass. I don't know. I think it goes back to, again, you know, licking their asshole and that power trip that it is. And it really is. Like, there is no better thing than being there and being the one penetrating the man. Like, ugh. It's great because they are so fucking vulnerable. They are me. We just did, like, a complete role swap. And it's so thrilling to me. And um, it just it gets me off. My first time, honestly, was with this guy that I had met on Tinder, and he was a super good guy, you know, whatever, but we didn't end up working out, and coincidentally, he does my hair, <laughs> but, well, he did my hair. He doesn't do it anymore, but still, <laughs> hair flip to you, brah. Anywho, he definitely, like, rolled over one night and propositioned me about sticking something in his butt, and then he rolled over, and he pulled out, like, this novelty-sized dildo. Like, I'm not talking... Like, oh, it's 12 inches. I'm talking like it's 12 inches round. Like, this is a fucking donut going up at this man's asshole. And that's what he wanted. And after a lot of, like, eye-focused staring at each other, I finally was like, okay, you know, if that's what you want, buddy, like, you gave me mine, so I guess I'm going to give you yours. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was just so vulnerable at that moment, and I had all the power and he was enjoying himself, but I still had the power that I just went on a completely crazy fucking power trip. And I enjoyed the ever-living shit out of it. Like, it was so fucking fun. 
And it led to me, you know, actually having relationships with guys later on strictly because they did like pegging. Um, I invested in a strap-on, which I never thought I would find myself purchasing one of those. And when I did first purchase it, I'm not going to lie, I completely lied to the lady and said it was a gag gift for a bachelorette party. But then I went home and I fucked the guy that I was seeing in the ass. And it was just like a huge thing to me. It, it became something that I like fantasized about. I mean, I was finding porn that catered to that need, to that area of fucking a man in the ass because it was the power trip. And I don't know why I was seeking that sense of power and having that kind of leverage over him. But I truly, like, I, I just craved it. I wanted to have that power. And so it did become a really big engrossing moment of my life because it just sucked me in. And I had all these really big fetishes with men's asses. And it's kind of led to like, like to, to have that power and to have that thrill and to have that, that upper hand in a situation. I don't know. It's like a drug. Like it gets your adrenaline going and it gets you feeling great as a woman to be there and be in that power and be in that situation. Like, man, it really fucking felt great. Um, but you know, as I've grown older, I've realized that, yeah, it was a fetish. It was a a phase. And it's something that I still enjoy because I like being in that situation, having that upper hand and that power. But now as I sit here um, at 27, I just turned 27 like a couple weeks ago. But as I sit here at 27 and I'm in what I would like to consider a really healthy relationship, um, I don't know. It's just not – it's not something that I crave as much anymore. But yeah, it, it's something that people look at and – it's something I've shared with people that like I love pegging dudes on the ass. And like it's that back of the mind thing that's like, yeah. Mm. When I'm angry at a dude, I'm like, oh, I'd love to fuck you in the ass right now. Like you're pissing me off. Mm. But I won't. And the guy I'm with, he, you know, we had the conversation about it. I think like on the first date, we had the conversation about our fetishes and the things that we want. And he shared some information with me. So I decided I was like, well, let me just like mind blow you and drop it like it's hot. But I'd like to stick it in dudes' poopers. Uh, how do you feel about that, Sips Beer? And he just kind of was like, yeah, I'm not into that. And I was like, okay. Well, I'm into you. And this is going good. Um, so I guess if that's how things have to be, like I'm not really missing out on much. I got to fuck dudes in the ass and I got to have that upper hand. But the way he put it was he <laughs> – He's the penetrator and I'm the penetratee. And I'm totally fucking down with that. I'm totally okay with that transition in my life. If you were to ever proposition me and be like, could you stick a finger in my butthole? I'd be like, okay, let's do this. No hesitation. Like I'd probably jump to the idea and be like, do you want Annalise? But, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. You know, I still enjoy some things about anal in my life as an adult, but It's not all that prominent and like my constant rule with guys is it's like, well, if you want to stick something in my ass, then I get to stick something in yours because I'm not getting as much pleasure out of this as you are, sir. So fair is fucking fair. And I mean, honestly, that is what I say to guys when, you know, if you go on fucking Tinder and you're on on Bumble and they're like, 
first thing out of their mouth is like, um, can I fuck you in the ass? You're like, yeah, dude, let me fuck you in yours first and then we can go there. Huh? Do you like that? Do you like that? No, you don't fucking like that. So like back off. But I also have the upper hand in this situation too of having um, IBS. So when a guy's like, can I stick it in your asshole? I'm like, now I'm going to warn you now, buddy. It's a little bubbly down there. So enter at your own fucking wrist because things might come out and I have no control. But like for real, that's how it is. Like when I used to do anal back in the day uh, with that guy that I was seeing, my biggest fear was always like, uh-oh, don't relax too much, Marina. Don't be the one that fucking shits on him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't be that person. And now I'm still in that situation, but I'm like, don't be that person because you have zero control over your sphincter. <laughs> the acid in your stomach is slowly eating away at your muscle control. Mm. Like, it's kind of scary. But no, I mean, pegging is like a huge normal thing. Also, I did realize today when taking a test while talking about this subject and researching it and trying to figure out how to present this and like mapping everything out, that actually only 14% of women said that if their partner asked them to put something in their butt that they would be down. So I did feel a little off put by this, but then I found this whole universe of women who fuck dudes in the ass, and I no longer felt alone. So thank you, internet, and all you porn sites out there that are like, nope, this is a thing, because it's a thing. So don't feel alone, ladies. If you're out there and you like to fuck your dude in the ass, it's completely fucking normal, because I used to do it. And I'm pretty fucking normal if I do say so myself. <laughs> By the way, I'm sitting here in my mm. living room after a date with my boyfriend drinking White Claw. So it's been a good day. Figured why not tidy off your night by talking about butt play. It's a subject he's not into, but I'm all for it. But um, I do encourage you ladies or men, you know, I don't know who all my – all of my listeners are, but if you are into butt play, I strongly suggest that you start off with like toys. And I know that we talked about sex toys in the in the last episode, but we're going to bring it up again because it is very, very important that you don't just be like, yeah, dude, shove it in because it's going to hurt and your butthole is going to tear. And your butthole, unfortunately, is not like your vagina. So your vagina is super elastic, whereas your asshole kind of has a time limit to its elasticity. It can stretch, but eventually it's not going to be as sturdy. And if you're, you know, you have like Crohn's disease or IBS or any of those other bowel issues, your, your time's ticking away. So be prepared for incontinence and diapers because it's a thing and I've researched it. I also have talked to my doctors about it. So just be gentle with it. I suggest that you start with um, butt plugs. You can buy, you know, small ones. They even sell kits that like get you up there and get you tapered out to a certain size so that you don't rip, so you don't tear, so that you're letting your uh, asshole expand slowly instead of just forcing it in there because that's not how you want to do it, babes. It's not how you want to do it. You want to give your body time to adjust and to make those um, 
give give yourself time to just adjust, okay? Um, you know, it's just about place normal. And this brings me to a quick story, like while I'm thinking about it. Um <laughs> So when I lived in Idaho, uh, this is before I was dating the guy who liked having his asshole lick. So I was still pretty fucking fresh to this whole idea of butt play. And it hadn't even crossed my mind. It was, uh, you know, guys would be like, can you stick it in your ass? I'd be like, you know, I'm going to shit on you. So I was living in that house and I was between roommates and my family friend was coming back from her trip abroad. And she was like, you know, hey, you've got this room in Idaho. I'd like to come stay with you for a little bit just until I get my feet on the ground and decide where I want to go from there. Do you mind if I rent a room? And I was like, no, that's totally fine. By all means, like, it'd be nice to see you. It'd be nice to catch up. I love you. Go ahead. All yours. So I got her like a mattress. She had the bare minimum in there, but I was still like, go for it. It's cool. So she moved in and she came back with this guy that she had found while she was on her trip abroad. And, you know, I was fine with him being there as well. And, like, he was just there temporarily to kind of tour America and spend more time with her. And they were hitting it off. Like, I'm not even kidding you. We used to be able to hear them fucking while we were sitting in my living room watching TV. And we thought it was funny. And by we, I mean my friends. And by we, I mean one of my new potential roommates, the one who kind of made fun of me for licking the dude's asshole. So we thought it was kind of comical. And we had two dogs at the time. We had Charlie, who I had kind of saved from my old roommate who was abusing him, and he was a pit bull. And we had my fat chihuahua named Bax Daddy. And it was just us in the house, but I told her, I was like, Charlie is kind of a bit of a douchebag, and he's going to eat up everything. So close the doors when you leave. He will go into your room. He'll sleep on your bed. He'll rummage through your laundry. He'll, you know, eat your phone charger. He ate the fucking arm of our couch. He ate a sock one time and literally shit it out in the yard. Like the sock came out and we watched it fill with poop and then drop. So this thing was a fucking beast. But anyway, I went to work one day and at the time I worked at Target and uh, I came home and I had some friends coming over. We were just going to hang out, chill out, smoke some weed, you know, just hang out, girl time. And uh, I come home and I open the door And there is all this weird, like, rubber all over my fucking apartment. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, you know? And I'm like, I got to clean this up. But there was just so much of it. Like, I'm talking a fucking plethora. Like, it looked like someone had just stuck whatever this was in a blender and then just, like, frantically tossed it around the, the whole fucking house. And so I'm trying to clean this up and then, you know, my friends arrive and so they kind of start helping me and I'm like, we got to figure out what this fucking is because I don't know what it is. The outside is like this weird kind of hard plastic, but the inside is like this memory foam, porous, foamy material. I don't know what it is. So we've all got like these hands full of, of black rubber and we're picking it up all over the house. And I go down the hallway and I notice her bedroom door is open and my heart fucking drops. I'm like, oh, fuck. This bitch left her door open. My dog chewed up her fucking shoe. She's going to fucking murder me. It's over, Marina. You're done. Game over. We're done. Quit. Call it now. She's going to murder you. So I go to her door and I open it a little bit more and there's some more black rubber everywhere. And on her bed, I see this package. And I'm not even kidding you. My stomach fell out my fucking ass. And I like frantically 
screamed through the house. I'm like, fucking drop the plastic. And I run back out there and I'm swatting people's hands. Like, I'm like, drop this fucking plastic. Drop the fucking plastic. Ew, gross. Drop it. Get it the fuck out of your hands. And they're looking at me like I'm fucking crazy because I'm not really giving them full sentences as to why. And I just stop and I look at them and I'm like, it's her fucking butt plug. It is her fucking butt plug. And it was like chaos broke out. We were frantically all fighting for who got the sink. And I only had two at the time. And there was like three of us. And we're frantically trying to wash our hands. And like, we're disgusted. And so my friends leave, needless to say. Like, I was game over, dude. We just touched some, you know, your your fucking friend's ass plug. <laughs> we got to go, girl. We don't even want to smoke weed with you because like, we're grossed out. So I finished picking it up. I'm in the kitchen. I'm making food. And um, she comes home with her man, and they go to her bedroom, and I'm like, oh, fuck. She's going to notice that this fucking toy is missing. Shit's about to get real. So I just stand in there, and I'm still making dinner, and I hear her bedroom door close, and I'm like, okay, maybe they won't notice. Maybe they won't fucking notice because I picked everything up. I vacuumed. I made sure it was clean, put it all in the trash, put trash on top of it. Ooh, excuse me. I was like, no, no, no. It's done. We're good. And all of a sudden, the door opens. And I'm like, maybe she just got to go pee. And then I look over, and she's in the fucking doorway to the kitchen. She's in her silk kimono. Like, clearly, she was about to go get down and jiggy with it. And she goes, um, were you in my room today? And I kind of panicked. And I'm like, me? What? No. Hmm? No. Not us at the flight. Like, I'm, like, clearly lying through my fucking teeth. And then her man comes over and he places his fucking arm around her shoulder and he looks at me and he's like, yeah, were you in our room today? And I'm like, dude, like, listen, I'm super uncomfortable right now. Um, (laughs) I will have this conversation with her, but like, you got to go. And he's like, no, no, no. Whatever you got to say to her, you can say to me. And at this point, I'm like, no, dude, like, really, I'm good. I really don't want to talk with you. I can't hang. And he just keeps pushing it. And finally, you know, I'm just like, fuck it. All right, dude. Charlie ate your fucking butt plug. You didn't close the door. Everyone had to fucking pick it up. And everybody knows that it was yours. So, huh. And this asshole had the fucking nerve to be like, show us. Like, they must have thought that I had fucking, like, stolen it because I was like, "Mm, yeah, I want this jumbotron can-sized butt plug up my ass. No, asshole. So I made them fucking get it out. And then they had the nerve to accuse me of, like, cutting it up. And I was like, yeah, because I, like, totally went into your room, found your butt plug, and was like, hmm, I'm going to cut it up. No, 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 no. You didn't close your fucking door. The dog fucking ate your pup plug. And everybody knows that it's yours. And for the love of God, I really hope that it was his butt plug. Because this thing was, again, a fucking donut. And, like, also, I mean, if this was his butt plug, I just want to know why men want these oversized, like, seriously, you're not that fucking big. You're not that fucking big. Why do you want something that fucking big up your ass? It's weird. It's fucking weird. (laughs) In my opinion, it's fucking weird. You want an oversized, like if I'm going to fuck myself with a dildo, I want it to be life-sized so that when I fuck an actual dick, it's going to feel the same and I'm not going to be let down by my, you know, ideas that I put in my own fucking head. 
But yeah, we had a good laugh about that. Um, we never really looked at Charlie the same. You know, I still hope that that dog's living a good life, but uh, definitely don't look at him the same anymore because that dog ate a butt toy. So keep your things locked up super tight, ladies. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's another cute story for you about um, sex toys. God, my friends have some really poor experiences with sex toys. Like I keep mine super locked up. I keep mine hidden. I try to at least – at least I hope people aren't finding these. I mean I don't know what my dog sitter ever finds when she's over. If she opens my magic drawer and she's like, oh, Marina's dildo collection. (laughs) But, you know – I think it's a funny story, her and her man's butt plug. Cheers to you, bud, if you ever listen to this. I really hope your asshole's okay because you're probably not pooping right. But, um, yeah, that's my butt play talk right there. That's why this is called I Peg Your Pardon. It's because I enjoy pegging dudes in the ass. It's because I enjoy butt play. It's because I think it's fun to me and it's empowering and you know, again, to recap on it, I'm perfectly okay with being with a guy who's not into it. You know, I see more in this guy than I have in many guys before. So if he doesn't want to do butt play, that's fucking fine. And he's not pushing the issue on shoving it in my ass either. So I guess we're on a mutual ground and we're doing fine and we're peachy fucking cane. So there's that, you know, at least I've got that much going for me. Um, But yeah, I'd love to hear some of your guys' stories on butt play. Like, have you ever shit on someone? Have you ever frosted them like a fucking cupcake? You know, have they ever plunged your ass? And yeah, I say plunge because like the entire time a guy is sticking his dick in your ass, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, is shit going to come out? So it's like plunging a fucking toilet. You don't know what's going to happen. But uh, by all means, drop some of your stories. I'm down to giggle with you. I'm down to laugh. Don't be embarrassed. I'm not going to expose you. I don't expose anybody but myself. So I want to hear your funny moments and uh, I'll laugh with you. I'll probably give you kudos or I'll give you advice. And if you want advice or you want me to show you analies or butt plugs, um, by all means, do it. Also, if you're in the mood for a really fun butt plug, I recommend you go check out Glow Fuck Yourself. That's glow like a glow stick. Fuck yourself. And they make some of probably the best butt plugs and sex toys I've ever seen. I saw one the other day that was like a butt plug with one of those door stoppers that like you played with as a kid that was like boing behind the door. I thought that was hilarious. But um, go check them out if you want. If I ever bought one, I'd just frame it and fucking show it off to people because I think they're funny. But um, yeah, that kind of wraps up this episode for me of butt play and all things bootylicious. So, I mean, share your stories with me. I'd love to hear them. And if you want me to share them, I'm more than happy to. But, you know, thank you. Thank you again, you guys, for listening and tuning in. I know that I'm dropping this one here on a Saturday, but normally they're going to be coming out on Wednesdays. Um, That's just the day. Hump day. Look forward to it. We're going to be talking about new sexy stuff. I have mapped out some really good episodes um, on the 6th or no, the 4th. Yeah, the 4th of March. I have a good friend of mine, Kitty Cat, coming on. She's going to be, you know – 
sharing some of her personal experiences, some of her stories. We're going to have a good chat. We're going to drink some claws because we're basic bitches and ain't no laws when you're drinking white claws. So get ready. Sorry, I always bring out like my little trashy girl voice when it comes out to that. But hit that like button. Hit subscribe. Um, follow me on Instagram. Again, it's I underscore peg underscore your underscore pardon. All lowercase. Shoot me messages. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep dropping them everywhere. I enjoy doing this. They're going to get better. As I get more and more comfortable doing this, they'll become more structured. Um, I'm doing my best right now. But yeah, I love you, my little risky kittens. Bye.